Hi, this is David from Do It With Dave with episode number six. If you remember in episode two, we talked about drugs and drug prices and how it's affecting your pocketbook and your well-being as well as your health. Well, I encourage everybody to take a look at this month's, the May issue of Consumer Reports. It's about meds and how expensive they are. If you recall, I said that at least half of all bankruptcies are associated with medical costs, and that includes prescriptions, and that is growing every day, and it's probably closer to two-thirds or even three-quarters, and it will certainly increase as the years go by. It's a real, it's a real crisis in this country. Why is there people out there that have to go without food in order to buy their medicine? have to make choices as to whether to pay their rent or buy their monthly supply of medication. What type of stress does that cause on the person out there? What type of financial burden does that bring on that family? So in this article from Consumer Reports, which is really the lead uh, story, it tells you how you can possibly bring down the cost of your meds, how you could use coupons or pay cash or ask the uh, pharmacist for alternatives. So there are things you can do. But in writing this article, it comes out that much of the cost of the prescriptions are due to factors that aren't going to change very much soon. And every year, these drugs continue to rise in prices. Do you know that the average consumer index for goods and services in the United States rises about 2, 2.2% a year? But yet the price of drugs rises 6.3% a year. That's three times almost as much as your normal purchases. In addition to the rise in prices... There is also the amount of out-of-pocket payments that you pay. That has risen dramatically in the last few years. You're now paying almost twice as much as you did three years ago for your co-payments for your prescription drugs. So in addition to the rise in prices, there's also out-of-pocket expenses to you. And this is for people that are covered by their insurance carrier? What about the millions of people that are uncovered? What about those drugs that are new to the market that the insurance companies won't cover yet? While many countries have price controls on drugs, we don't. I mean, it sounds crazy. We regulate so many things, but drugs? No, we don't. So the, so the pharmaceutical companies really have free reign to charge whatever they want. Doesn't sound fair. It isn't fair. But it's the truth. Second of all, the prices aren't going down because of the great amount of money that's required to bring some of these drugs to market. These companies need billions of dollars. They need investors. The investors need a return. They're not going to invest in these companies unless they get a return. So now you're dealing with financial economic aspect of the drug industry. The third reason prices are not going down anytime soon is that there are too many fingers in the pie. 
We now have pharmacy managers and companies that manage these plans and manage these drugs, and they all take a piece of the pie. Another reason that the cost of drugs to you is so high is that doctors don't spend any time with you, not necessarily because they don't want to, but because they don't have the time to spend with you to talk about drugs, alternative drugs, and what drugs you might be able to either lower your dosage or take less frequently or get off of altogether. Now, a doctor probably sees anywhere from 30 to 40 patients a day. That means they cannot spend more than 10 or 15 minutes with any one patient. They need to spend that time dealing with the direct issue that you're in that office for. They don't have time to talk to you about drugs and costs and alternatives and how they're affecting you as far as your financial situation. So you go and you just leave the office and you continue on that expensive drug that you may or may not need or you may or may be able to find something less expensive. And finally, I'd like to talk about some of these television ads that I spoke about in episode two. The amount of spending for drug ads is astronomical. They could, meaning the pharmaceutical companies, could lower your prices just by not advertising so frequently. It's almost obscene how many ads are on TV. These ads cost money. And why is it all pharmaceutical ads? It shows you how much money these pharmaceutical companies have to spend. Do you know that on a hit TV show, a single ad could cost $50,000 or more? That an ad for a Sunday night football, a one-minute ad for Sunday night football can cost almost a half a million dollars? Now, you repeat these ads on all these stations across the country how many times a day, and you're talking about millions and millions of dollars being spent every day on advertisement for drugs. Some of these drugs don't even have generics, so there's no place for the consumer to go, so why are they advertising? Aren't there doctors letting them know what's available out there and what they should be taking? Do you need a TV actor or actress to tell you what to take for a condition that can only be treated by a single drug? That sounds crazy. So, so what's, what's the answer here? What's the answer here? It's simple. The answer is really simple. You need to take care of yourself. You need to take charge of your own health. You're in that doctor's office once, twice a month, hopefully less maybe a couple of times a year, or if you're healthy or not, and he sends you on his way. What, is, what about all the other hours and days and weeks and months in the year? Who's watching out after your health when you're not in the doctor's office? It needs to be you. It needs to be you. It's not difficult. You need to get a mindset here. It's easy. You just have to address it. Stop and think. Don't you want to be able to play with your kids? Do you want to be in a chair that people have to help you out of? Do you want to be complaining about your back every time you get into your car? No, you don't want to. You want to be healthy. You want to be vital. There's nothing that will bring more happiness, more joy to your life 
than feeling good first about yourself. You need to feel good about yourself. Don't rely on other people to take care of you. Don't rely on doctors. Don't rely on your family to take care of you. You need to take care of yourself and you need to get started now. Do you realize that only 20% of the people in this country do the recommended amount of exercise every week? That amount is 150 minutes a week. It's two and a half hours. Five 30-minute sessions. Break it down how much you would like to. 10, 15-minute sessions. However you break it down, it's not a lot of time, especially when you consider what's at stake. The older we get and the sicker we get, the less exercise we do. We should absolutely be doing the opposite. We should be trying to get better, stronger, healthier. The older we get, the more exercise means more in our lives. Now, now how does this translate? We live in America. We have the richest country in the world. And yet our population is one of the most unhealthiest in the world. Do you know that despite the availability of the best doctors, the best hospitals, the best prescriptions, male Americans only have a lifespan of 76 years? Now you take a country like Japan, their lifespan is 82 years for males. Six years more than America. They drink the same water, generally, we're all drinking the same water on this planet, They breathe the same air, and yet, why do they live so much longer? And that applies to women, too. Reason being is diet and exercise. And you know, it's not even physical with them. They're not pounding away in the gym, as we think of exercise, but they are out walking all the time. They walk everywhere. They don't automatically hop in their cars and go where they need to go. And as a result of that, they have much lower cancer rates, much lower heart problems, and quite frankly, live a more content life. There isn't very much, if any, obesity in the Japanese nation. Again, we have access to keep us alive with the best hospitals, the best medicines, the best doctors, but yet we die earlier. We get sick earlier. We don't have the time. Well, you need to make the time. This becomes the most important thing in your life. It's more important than sitting down and watching TV. It's the most important thing in your life. you got to put it to the top of your list, not to the bottom of your list to see if you have any time left over. This is the first thing you need to do in the day and the last thing you need to do when you go to bed at night. And after a while, it'll become contagious. It'll become so part of your lifestyle that you'll not only do it, but you'll want to do it. And you'll see the results of doing it. And as a result of those results, you'll feel happier and you will feel healthier. You'll feel more fit. You'll be able to do things that you never thought you could before. And your family will notice the difference. You'll be a nicer, kinder person, not an old fart. So get up and let's get started.
First and foremost, stop putting all that processed food in your body. Stop buying the crap. Get off that upholstered couch or sofa, which is making your back even worse than it is. It's too soft for you to sit on. There's no support. That's killing your back, and you're sitting there not even knowing it. Do a few push-ups. Do a few sit-ups. A few tricep dips. You can watch your favorite show while doing all this. There's no reason why you shouldn't be doing this. Every minute you spent on the couch, you're losing part of your life. You're shortening part of your life. Get outside and take a little walk. Walk a thousand steps today. A thousand. Get a counter. Count in your head if you need to. A thousand isn't that much. It's about four-tenths of a mile. It's less than a half a mile. Tomorrow, walk 1,100 steps. It's contagious. You'll see. You'll feel better. Move those hips. Move those legs. Now, I'm no different than you. I was just like you. Overweight, burdened with a bad back, with a bad stomach with constipation, with spastic colon, with inability to walk for long periods of time, out of breath climbing stairs. I don't have that anymore. I don't. I don't. And all I had to do was discover a very simple changes in my life to make all the things that I am today happen. And I think you should be able to do this too. Because I'm nobody special, and if I can do it, you can do it. So I'm going to give you, after each podcast, a very simple exercise for you to do. It'll take literally seconds, not even minutes. But I want you to, every day, to increase it. And for today's exercise, while you're sitting on the couch, while you're sitting in your chair, watching your favorite television program, what I want you to do is hold your hands straight out, Come to the edge of the couch so your feet are on the floor and I want you to rise straight up or as straight as you can into a standing position. I want you to then continue with your hands held straight in front of you to sit down. And I want you to do this five times. Five times. You'll be amazed how this is going to help strengthen your legs, will tighten your abs, This is Do It With Dave, and I'll see you next time.